Hey everybody, uh, this is Long Shot Parlays. My name is Chase Accurate, and I'm here with my friend Ryan Montgomery. Uh, this is a podcast that we've been wanting to do. It's going to be about sports betting, daily fantasy sports, normal fantasy sports. Uh, we're going to talk about football, basketball, college basketball, college football, uh, baseball we're not that great at right now. Uh, maybe down the line we'll talk about that. But what the goal is, is that we are going to create a model. Well, we've already created an NFL model, but we're going to create a model and go by that model to see how we can get better lineups that cash into the money more often and get better betting and finding value on teams where we can win some money and win some parlays and stuff like that. So hence the name Long Shot Parlays. We're going to throw you know one dollar parlays that can win a thousand dollars out there sometimes more and see what happens with it and then we'll also do straight up bets um anything you want to add to that ryan for people that don't really bet too much this is very simple to follow i was not a big better before this and with this model that you've created i've already hit a 12 with well, a 12 team parlay for 1200 bucks on three dollar ticket you, I believe you've have yeah, a you yeah. have a one k ticket this yep. year already off of this. Yeah, we hit those like back to back weeks yep. too. It's it's very <laughs> it's very simple to follow, very easy, and it's it's pretty good to work with. Yeah. Now, having said that, we're not trying to act like we're experts or anything. It, I know this is a very saturated market, and a lot of people talks about it. They're like, "Oh, here's my plays. Got to play him. Got to play him." That's not where we're about. This is going to be a more like an average Joe type podcast. You know, you join the journey, follow the journey with us, where we're going to learn how to create a model to find value and seeing how we can improve and what we can do to change our system to get better and profit more from it. And I mean. Whether you're betting ten cents to ten dollars, or who knows what the unit size is, we're going to talk about unit sizes instead of dollars because you might have a thousand dollar better, a hundred dollar better, or a one dollar better. Doesn't matter. It matters how much units you go up. Um, personally, I don't bet that much. I do it just because I like stats and I like trying to beat my. I like trying to beat the system. So I'm learning how to create a model this year, and it's done pretty well. Um, I'm working on a basketball one right now. I know we're starting late in the NFL season. But I'm working on a basketball one right now, and I'm learning some other coding type stuff to do it. So we're hopefully to doing college basketball and NBA once the uh, NFL season wraps up. But yeah, we're not trying to act like we're experts. We're just we're just going through it. A couple friends that love fantasy sports. We've been in some. We were we've been in a dynasty league for multiple years now, and uh, and then we started doing the betting. You know, last year, this year, and we just love talking about this stuff and. When I started looking online, there wasn't a lot of stuff out there to. There's a there's a few a few videos that helped you create a model, but most people hid that from you. So we're just want to talk about that. Maybe what stats you can look at, you know, help you think about ways you can create a model or improve your betting. Um, hopefully down the line we can create a video about you know how to do it on Excel or something like that if that interests people. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at right right now. Do you anything to add to that? Ryan? No, you pretty much hit the nail on the head there. The most important one is that you don't have to be an expert to be able to follow along with this, be able to win some money. As long as you have some common knowledge about football, you'll be golden. Yeah. So like where the, where this thought comes from is if you if you look into it, 10% of um well, 10 as like 10% of betters actually profit from it and then uh 10 and 10% of DFS players. Now that 10% of DFS 
a lot of them are financial analysts. So they're using the same type of uh, data analysis they do for their stocks and money management and they bring it over to here and that's why they're profiting because they're finding they're finding you know the diamonds in the rough that we're just normal people just picking and that's why they're cleaning clock. So realistically NFL is probably one of the easiest one because and when I say easiest it's it's I'm saying it's easier to take down or get up with the experts and that's because of touchdowns and the volatility you know it's hard to predict touchdowns you can't predict touchdowns um basketball gets a little bit harder because it's, it's more reliable on stats and personally i don't play a lot of baseball right now that's why i mentioned maybe down the line we will uh because that's that's the pros game that's where the big dogs play that's where the experts come in it's hard to make money in baseball um so we're going to start just with football and basketball and then hopefully, you know, we can we can learn together and hopefully we can build some more accounts and just have some fun while we're doing this. Oh, yeah. So with that being said, we're going to start with the Saturday schedule. So it is January 8th, 2021, and the playoffs are starting this Saturday. Uh, we're both Colts fans, so we're excited for that. Hopefully we can go on a run. Hopefully we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. But... uh but yeah, we're just going to go over the uh, the betting, the lines this week. We're going to talk about, you know, parlays we see, same game, uh, same game parlays, which maybe that's, you know, like player props. We're going to talk about the games just straight up, over, under, stuff like that. And then we're going to talk about the DFS lineups for that. So, Ryan, how about we start with the games this week? Uh, let's start with the first game, which will be the Colts and the Bills. So, how about you? I'll just let you lead in on it. Oh man, you're gonna think I'm biased. I think I think if we're gonna get the Bills in the playoffs at any time, right now, bearing on what we do in the off season, it's gonna be this year. Philip Rivers is four zero in wild card playoff appearances, so he's got some experience going against Allen, and that's what we got to ride for that experience and our defense. That being said. Man, our defense was awesome this year. Yes, it was. It was remarkable. But with that being said, I believe there's some snow in the forecast for this game. Oh, really? I didn't know that yet. Uh, that's Don't quote me on I'm that one. I, I heard it earlier in You're the week, right. but that may have gone back a little bit. Uh, let's see here. Oh, oh, I'm on I'm on a different schedule here. Let me switch over to the Saturday games. All right. Yep, Saturday main slate. Let's look them up. And the Colts. Right now, it says the weather is slightly above freezing with a five to ten mile per hour. So that's that's going to be good. That the, uh, I mean, it's going to be cold like you're saying. I don't say anything about um, about snow, but the wind is good. Five to ten that really don't affect quarterbacks. So that should still be a good passing game up there. Um, I'm, if it snows though, that I love watching snow football. Oh, I love it too. So what, uh, right now, the line that is up is, so I'm looking at FanDuel. I use different sports books right now, kind of shop around for the spreads and the price. And that's something, if you don't do that, maybe uh, maybe look into that. You're getting the best value. Uh, when I say value or edge, that's just uh, when we find what we think the game is supposed to be at versus what Vegas is at, right? So let's say Vegas has the Colts at six and a half and, uh, well, plus six and a half, and then let's say our model comes up and we have them at plus one. Well, we got, we got a nice value there. We got, we got five and a half points value there. So you're going to take them on that. Um, so right now the game is the bills negative six and a half. They're favored. And 
the money line is Bills at at negative two ninety and the Colts at plus two thirty five with a fifty one point five over and under. Um, so that's gonna that's gonna be a pretty high scored game, which makes sense with right. the offenses. Right. So I'm terrified of the Bills and how they've been playing. They they they're awesome. They're looking scary. Yeah, they are. So now, this this would be the only year I think we could get them in the playoffs just for inexperience. But oh, yeah. that's still Definitely. that's still pushing it. So the models I have, I have four different models that we've been messing around with, and I've just been trying to keep track of the records of each to see what you know, tweak it, and trying to get ones better and what 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 stats I can add and take out to make it more more efficient. So I have four different models I go with right now, and right now my four models. One of them has the Colts winning and covering, and it has them winning by three points. So right there, we would take that. That's a nine and a half value, um, and I would I would probably take the cover. I know I know Ryan likes to take money lines in this instance. I, I like just taking the cover because you know it's a little bit. When I say safer, nothing's a sure thing, but it, you're, you're spotted six and a half points. You know, right? So love money lines. Yeah. Um, and my other models. We have, well, we have the Bills winning by negative six, so that's pretty much right with Vegas. Um, we have, let's let me switch my weights here. We have, um, well, we have the Bills winning by negative seven, so that's pretty much close to Vegas as well. I'm half point on each side of there, and we have. I th- I'm guessing it's probably going to be the Bills again, since like the last two were. Oh no! Hey, this one's the Colts. This one has the Colts at negative seven, so we got a thirteen and a half uh, value there. So they're giving, they're almost giving two touchdowns to the Colts on that one. That that shocked me. Yeah. Um. So we got out of the four models, we got two Bills, and they're a half point on each side, and then we got the Colts winning by negative three, negative seven. So uh, I, I'm more a stats guy. I kind of just go with. My model here, and I hit. I don't hit. Whatever. Ryan's kind of the opposite end. Where so he's my he's my yin to my yang, right? So he does more of the eye test and the gut feeling, and I do more of the stat stuff. Sometimes we combine it together. Um, so what do you think about this, Ryan? What do you think about those lines that popped up? Ooh, it's it's going to be a tough one. Say if I was to put this on, say if I was going to bet a parlay with three with these three games, I feel good about the Colts. He says I love the money line. But I'm gonna hit the. I'm gonna go with the spread on this one and have the Colts get in that. Because then, well, this is just if Buffalo is favored. Because I think Colts. I think they can win it. So if you bet within the spread and they win it, you're still gonna win that part of it. Versus yeah. hitting that money line, and then getting within a field goal, losing it, and then you just lost your parlay right there. Yeah. Yeah, I would go with the spread on this one. Um, but. I really hate betting on my favorite teams. I seem to always like curse them, and I started started to like at the end of last year. I would bet on, I would bet on the other team just because it's like if my team wins, great, I'm happy. But if they lose, at least like at least I got a little consolation prize. <laughs> but uh, I usually try to avoid betting on my teams. But I don't know. Uh, this, Sometimes this, they make it tough. Yeah, they do make it like tough. Like that, that, that one one K I hit. Oh, I know. I had to bet against the Colts, but that's when uh, Buckner was out. We had our linebackers oh, out. Yeah, I, I bet that one too. Yeah, yeah, too. So I'm I would probably throw this in a parlay. So let's just uh, if you're going straight up, 
I mean, Josh Allen's going to ball it out. I, I, I see this game as two things here. I see it as we're going to go up early and they're just going to come back and beat us by little. Um, or we're going to squeak out a win. And it's going to be a close, tight, uh, tight-fought game. Um, that's that's the two scenarios I see. You know, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just Josh Allen's arm, man. He just he looks like a, just a young Brett Favre type thing. Just oh, man. ball it out. Um, but I think our defense can hold them because their running game is not as good, and our running game is awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm, I like the Colts here, uh, laying the point. I mean, spotting the points on that because you're giving you're giving the Colts six and a half. We got more experience. Yeah, I know we're going on the road, but our defense is great. In the past, you know, it's our offense, and we can't hold up typically. But our defense is great, so I think our defense can step it up and and make this a game here and cover that six and a half. So I like them. So you like them straight up too, Ryan? The Colts straight up? Yeah. Mm, I mean, when like, I say straight up, just uh, so the, when the I, spread. When I, yeah, when I say oh, yeah. Uh, when I say straight up, sorry. There, so, sometimes I refer to. Um, I should get better at that because sometimes I refer to the money line. So I'll, I'll, when I say money line, I'll say money line, right? I won't say straight up on that. When I uh, when I say straight, um, I'm just talking about not in a parlay, just just a one bet, right? So let's say there there's six games this weekend, right? Um, let's say I could throw them all in a parlay and I hit five, miss one, well, I don't win any money, right? Or I could do, and I can do like a sniper approach. Just pick the best value game and bet that one and bet a higher amount. Or the shotgun approach, which I throw a little bit of money on each game, and I try to. So let's say I throw a dollar on each game, and I try to see if I can plus my units. Let's say you know get up like two units on the week. So when I say straight up, I'm talking about betting just that game. Um, typically, what I like to do is. I like to bet each game by itself, and then I like to throw some parlays out there, which the game the, the games by themselves will cover my money and my parlays if I hit, and then the parlays is less, right? So if I hit then, then I actually, it's like hitting the lottery type thing. Um, that's just how I like to play. There's bankroll management stuff. We'll get into that later on. Um, but so yeah, so I, I, I would take the Colts by themselves, and I'll probably throw them in a parlay this weekend. That's what I'm thinking. Just straight up, uh, yeah, Colts in a straight up game. Yeah, straight up game. Just to because I think that's going to be a hit on the cover, and you know, there's probably it's probably going to be around negative one ten odds. So you know, one dollar you make ninety cents. You know, ten dollars you make um, what nine ninety. So that's what I'm probably going to do. And then I'm here in a little bit. We can talk about parlays. We can do with that. Um, all right. So what what do you think on that? For the straight up, yeah, I I like the Colts straight up. All right, now I'm going to pull this up and we can start building some parlays around, uh, possibly too. Um, I'm going to we're going to talk about the next game first, but I'm just going to go ahead and get this on the screen just to just to start working on that. But all right, so the next game we have is going to be I'm pretty sure it's Baltimore and Tennessee. Is that right? Or no, no, that's Sunday. All right, so the next game is going to be the Rams and the Seahawks at 440. What do you think about that one, Ryan? Oh, that's a usually on paper you you think Seattle, but it depends on Jared Goff. Yeah, true. If a Wallard is going to be starting again. And one thing that I believe is in effect is uh I don't believe DK Metcalf last 5 games has had one pass over 20 yards. 
Last five games. I think he might be right. Um, I'm pretty sure. So that's kind of concerning unless they were... Real quick, because he was hot there for a bit. And then oh, he, he was, was, he was very hot. Yeah, let me. Uh, I'll let you finish your point. Well, the, I'm just going to look that up, because I think you might be right. I believe he started off this year as being the second wide receiver people were covering. Mm-hmm. Then after that first start, the... The heavy hitters started covering them, and then they started going away from them because I mean, you got Tyler Lockett right there on the other side. Oh, yeah. So let's see here. The last few games. Oh, his targets went down. He caught three. So I'm going to start from the most recent game back up. So he caught three, six, five, six. And his yards. Well, yeah. Going back to week 13, he didn't break 100 yards. Not at all. And only one touchdown. Wow. Yeah, he like disappeared off the map. So he might have a he might have a breakout game. Yeah, he could definitely break out. There's a there's a thing in sports called regression to the mean. Well, not just in sports and everything. It's just regression to the mean. It, it goes with the law of large numbers. Um, when you have a when you have a good data set and stuff, you know, if I'm way below my average, I'm going to move back to my moving average. I don't know if you've ever heard that, Ryan, or anything. I'm sure some of the listeners probably have. But so like in stocks, essentially, I have a I have a 200-day moving line. And when I'm below it, the chances are I could keep going down, but eventually it's going to make its way back up to that moving line, right? Right. So the way you use that in sports is regression to the mean. Let's say I have a player that one year was way below his average, his career average, right? Um, and then I take him next year for my team, and he busts out. Because he had a really bad year before. Now, there's also some variables in that. Let's say if he's getting older in teams and stuff. But overall, let's say he's on the same team. Nothing happened. Not a big injury. He just didn't have a lot of a lot of work that year. Kind of like um, T.Y. Hilton this year. He had he had a really slow start of the season. Then he like broke out those two games. Yeah, he started. He, he started back, coming yeah, into it. He broke back to his mean. So what I'm looking about this, D.K. Metcalf blew out of the water. He could that that was unsustainable and. He regressed to the mean, and he started doing not as good, and he kind of went below it. So now he should probably come back up around his, right. his mean scoring. I feel this. like they're going to go to him. Yeah. So that he might be a good DFS play on Saturday as well. Um, I'm with you, though. I, 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 it's a tricky one. I mean, Usually Seattle, you think you think they got I, it. I've picked Seattle a lot on stuff, and every time I do, I get burned. Um, and then when I don't pick the Rams, I get burned. So this game kind of got me. I'm, I'm kind of gun shy on it. But let's see here. My model. Well, let's see what the. Um, well, what, what was his stats? Uh, go back to what you just had pulled up. What was his stats last time against the Rams? Metcalf's. I think that was about eight a, targets, six receptions, fifty nine yards. Okay, so they played them two weeks ago. Yeah, correct. But oh, okay. The, but the first, oh wow. Yeah, it was the first, the first time one around. He went, he went four targets, two receptions, and twenty eight yards. So they actually play him pretty good. Yeah. So they, uh, I think they got Ramsey covering oh, him the whole yeah. time. I think they shadow him. Yep, that's a good point. Let's see. The uh, they lost to this. Uh, they split the games with the Rams. They lost and they won. I actually hit that first one when they lost, and because that was an upset game, if I remember correctly. Um, Let's see what my model says here. My model has them. So Vegas has them at what was that? What was that line? Negative three. And I have them at. Well, I got the Rams at negative five and a half. So that I have that as an upset game because the Hawks are favored at negative three, and I have the Rams winning by five and a half. 
So I have them covering and winning on one um, one of my models. Let's check the other one and see if it holds up the same because that might be a good play then if if those show it because it has them on it. Um, all right, so this one has the Seahawks at six and a half. So that, that differed than what we just, for my other model. Um, this one has, this one has the Seahawks at negative three, so that's the same with the Vegas. So that's right on the money, which probably wouldn't bet that that model, you know, that line if I, because it's there's no value there. It's zero. Um, usually, I kind of take a congruent sometimes, or you know, if like three of them there's value, um, and one of them no value, or let's say I set a threshold if, and say my, if I need three or above on value, stuff like that, because the, the more value there is, theoretically, the, the more chance of hitting it. Now, you're not going to hit them always, but theoretically, it's it's a higher chance. And that's how I kind of throw my parlays together. Um, and then the last model, let's see what this one says. All right, let me update it. And that has the Seahawks at negative three as well. So two of them are right on the on money. The other one has the Seahawks going in, and then and then the uh, the one had the Rams upsetting them. Now that one that has the upset, that's been doing pretty good recently. That that hit a trend there, and that and that uh that model's been doing pretty well. But that doesn't mean it's always going to do well. Um, so that's a contrarian bet because I'm sure there's a bunch of money on the Seahawks. And I don't know. What do you think about that? I think it all – this whole game right here depends on Seattle's defense. If they can't defend the pass, it's going to be game over unless they're just starting doing lights out mm-hmm. back and forth the whole time. So let's – uh, so that – hmm. But I'm going to have to say Seattle. All right. I'm just going to have to say them. Yeah. But I but in a parlay, I'm going to put – um, the Rams at the spread. I think you're right. I think you're right on that. I, I, I that's a tough one. I mean, the Rams got Cam Akers. Akers can go off, right? But I, I don't like going against Russell Wilson. He's just such a great player. I, I'd probably do the Hawks. I'm probably going to do the Hawks straight up. But but I like that Rams chance. I would probably throw them in a parlay at the spread, and possibly even the money line because just because that that could get you. Just thinking ahead here, when we start building them, there. I mean, that's going to be a plus one. Throw the. Uh, this going to be plus one forty two. Throw them in with a plus two thirty five on the Colts. That's a nice little parlay. Right. I got one set up with, uh, I believe, the money line for Indy and Seattle. I mean, uh, the Rams. Mm-hmm. And then I got Washington covering. Okay. Yeah. For so, the Saturday games, just well, Saturday uh, games. Yeah. So the Saturday, the Washington game, Washington of the Bucks. That's the night game. So let's. Uh, since you brought that up, how about you start talking about that one? Coming up there, that one I'm, I'm I'm gonna love that Colts game, but I'm really interested about this Washington game, especially because you have Chase Young that's just been tearing it up recently. Oh, Their defense has been on it, but then he called out Tom Brady. Oh yeah, saying yeah, he wanted that. him, and now you're in the playoffs with Tom Brady, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to buck up and show him what's up if you're if you're calling him out. You're gonna have to sack him three four times. And Washington, this is a different team. This, this, ain't, this is ain't Haskins playing. This is uh, Alex Smith, and they're what five and one. They are. They are under totally him. Team. He manages. Oh, the game. they are. Alex Smith, his whole career. He, I mean, he's nothing like. 
he just he just wins. He uh, Kansas City, right? He um, at San Francisco, and here he he just like he likes to you know just play check down ball, which Terry McLaurin should love that, and same with Gibson. But he just plays check down ball, short passes, game management, and he wins. So yep. hey, this is totally and not just team. on the field. They've been my uh, MVP this season with parlays. Oh, I know. So, uh, like I said, Washington, they've uh, they've they've underdogged them a lot this year. And, oh yeah, uh, I've capitalized on that one. So wow, this this uh, over and unders at forty four and a half. Um, I, without, I mean, I'm not looking at anything here. This is just my gut feeling. I feel like that's going to go over just because the Bucks. I mean, sometimes they're good on defense. Sometimes they're bad. I've noticed this year. I had them on my actual on my dynasty fantasy league, and it and they screwed me over sometimes, and sometimes they really helped me out. But just looking at it, I mean, you got Brady who's going to be fired up, and that offense is amazing. So they're going to put up a lot of points. But yeah, I, you got a pissed off Brady. That's going over forty four and a half. I'm yeah. with you on that one. And I feel like I feel like the skins can cover up the difference from what's left over for the forty four and a half on the from the buck side. So I feel like that's going to go over. Now, I don't have a model looking at that or anything. That's just saying, that's just a gut feeling. So take that for what it is. I could be totally wrong on that. Um, but the Bucks are favored seven and a half right now at negative 120. So so the odds moved up there a little bit and they're taking, um, the skins are plus seven and a half and negative 102. So it looks like there's more money on the buck side. So they're trying to get more money on I guess I call them the skins. I'm used to that now. They're the football team. Oh yeah, now. the football the team. Football team. Got to be. Keep on forgetting. Yeah, yeah. That's we only don't thing. call them that because that's not a that's not permanent. So. Yeah, man. They really should be. <laughs> they should be like the. Uh, I don't know Washington uh, Seminoles or I don't know something like that. Washington Generals or. <laughs> they should be something. Something except for their football team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but all right. Back, anyways, back to that. I. I hmm. They're, they're trying to get money on the, on the football team side because of the line moving there. I, what is my? Let's see what the model has them as. So let's see. One of my models have have them at well, Tampa Bay at negative sixteen. Let's see what the other one has it as. So that's I mean that's obviously they're having Tampa Bay weight with all the value on that side. They're having Tampa Bay at negative thirteen. And Tampa Bay at well, well I shouldn't say I'm just guessing I'm getting ready to update it. Yeah, and Tampa Bay at negative twelve. So what? It went six, negative sixteen, negative thirteen, negative twelve. So the, so those three models have Tampa Bay. Um, they haven't covered them winning each game. And then the other model, the one that's been doing good recently, it has them at negative ten and a half. So all four of them have Tampa Bay covering, and winning and i can i can believe that i, I believe that but sometimes, sometimes i'm just going with my gut feeling from what washington has done for me this year and i think i think they'll cover i know so, i think hey, they're doubted again there, there's a thing about being a contrarian especially like dfs you take somebody you, you take somebody there that everybody's down on or you take a team like in this if, if all the money's on that side there's a there's a system in, in betting you uh, i I forget what it's called, but I was reading up an article about it. It's just going against the public. The public bet when it's above a certain percentage of bets on that side of the team, which is like above 57 and a certain amount of money, just going against it, and you profit like 15%. Yep. Uh, I mean, you're not going to hit every single one of them, but 
Yeah, it, it, it hits so it hits like 66% of the time and like you'd be up 15% on what you started with if you did that for like the last, I think it said three or four years now. I'm just paraphrasing that from the top of my head. Remember reading the article. So there's a thing about being a contrarian and this might be the game for it because, I mean, I don't feel like anybody's like, oh, Washington's going to win. Everybody I've talked to, Bucks, is go, Bucks are going to dominate. It's Tom Brady in the playoffs. Right. Um, so I, I'm probably going to take... Unless you're a Washington fan, then yeah. Oh yeah, I'm probably going to take the Bucks, um, but I might throw Washington in on a parlay. Maybe my you know long shot parlay. You know. Oh just, yeah. <laughs> might throw them in with the Indy winning and then Rams winning and the Washington winning. That'd be a nice long shotter. Um, how about yeah? Like, since I brought that up, how about we move over to same game parlays and team parlays? You have any ones for the week that you think could be a good parlay to uh, make up for it? For the two games, for the two days of games this uh, well, week? Well, uh, let's just do Saturday right now, and then we can do, we'll do Saturdays, and after that we'll move it into Sundays, then we'll do like the whole weekend. Okay. So let's just move in for Saturday games, you know. What do you, what, what, what's the lineup you think you would, a parlay that you think you would do? Well... We're doing parlays. The way I like to go about it is if I think the team's going to win, I'm either betting the money line or the spread if they're the underdog. Yeah. Now it just depends on how much you think they're going to win. If you think they're going to blow them out, like I put the money line on Philadelphia the first week they mm-hmm. uh, started Hurts. I just had a good feeling that they were just going to pull that one out. I put that on the money line. If you're not feeling so good but still think they're going to win, Take the always point. cover. Yeah. Because... An extra dollar is better than losing a dollar. Oh yeah, I'll say no, that I agree. Much. So I uh, I typically take the take the spread on that. I like taking the points just to be safe. Now the only thing I do different is so there's there's numbers in sports, right? And in football, obviously, this makes sense. Three and seven. Most games, I think it's like fifteen, and then like another fifteen, eighteen percent end at three and seven. And there's like a chart out that you can look up. I might pull that up another time and go into it, but. Most games finish at three to seven, which makes sense, a field goal or a touchdown, right? So when a line's at two and a half or under, that's under three. So I'm going to take the money line typically. Yeah. Because if I take negative two and a half and they, um, for a favorite, I mean, I might take it for a favorite, right? Because if they kick a field goal up by three. Now, if it's three and a half, I'm going to take the money line for the favorite because if they win by a field goal, I lost. But as the underdog, if it's two and a half, I'm going to take the money line because if, if they lose by a field goal, then I don't I don't get my money. I don't win. I just lost that bet. So I'm going to take the money line on that because if the chance that they do win, yep. I can make more money on that. Uh, so that's that's like the times I take the money line. Um, so what, what's a parlay you think for these Saturday games? Okay. I think we should do two. Do a little what you would call a safe parlay, which okay. there there's never a safe parlay, but one that you think would have a better chance of winning. And mine for Saturday is going to be the Colts covering. All I'm right. going to put Seattle money line, okay. and then Tampa Bay money line. Now Tampa that Bay one you're money good, line. Yeah. not co- not covering just money line just money line. So this one has odds right now of plus two seven seven. So for instance, you put a dollar down and you win two dollars and seventy seven cents. And this is just to get you a little feeler. And the best way the best way I think we play, or the best thing about it, I should say, is you can do three four formulas as long as you're not putting down like a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. You do small bets. You can play around with it and see which way works better for you. 
like on my parlays, how I said, you know, the cover or the money line, thinking if it's going to win. I mean, that's two out of three right there that you need, or that's two out of three that you could cover for that one. So I'll do like three or four covers mm-hmm. and then money lines on basically the people that they think they're going to win. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like uh, especially in college football, sometimes I take like a huge favorite just because they're obvious. So I might take, take, take three of them. And then I take three covers or something, or three you know, like underdogs, um, just to get my odds up. And then also with with that the parlays, I also sometimes I I throw variations out. Right. So let's say I'm stuck on a team. Now, if that team loses, and I have them on all my parlays, it just shot my whole entire parlays out. But let's say I throw five parlays out, a dollar on each, and let's say you know, let's say. I, I like if I bet every game this week, and I think the Colts are going to win, the Seahawks are going to win, Bucks go to win, uh, Saints are going to win, but I'm not sure about the uh, Titans game and the Steelers game. Well, I would bet the ones I think are going to win on every single one, and then I just on the other parlays I throw variations out. So like one I'll throw Pittsburgh, and then Titans, and then one I'll throw Pittsburgh and Ravens, and then you know just change it up like that because then one of them has. I mean, not you, you could miss them all, but one of them might hit, you know, and you and you cover your money back, and because it changes the odds like that, so you cover your money back and you actually make a little bit of profit. Yeah. So there's just different ways of playing it, but I like this one you have right now. So that three team parlay on Saturday is plus two seven seven. Um. So yeah, one dollar makes. Well, right there, one unit you're gonna get two point seven units back, two point eight units. Right. Um. So so let's say someone doesn't like single digit bets they're they're big ballers throw a little 50 dollar on there see how much you would win for that one so you win 138 dollars and 72 cents if you're feeling good about that parlay that's that's not too bad of a bet i mean you get get some good money there but i like to stay with about five and under yeah i mean right now the money there's more money because the odds looking at the odd lines the culture negative uh, 112 and bills are negative 108 on their cover so there's more there's more money on the Colts side because they're trying to get you to come. They're trying to get you come on the um, Bills side because you'd win more by betting on them since it's not negative one ten. Um, and then yeah, there's more money on the Seahawks side right now, and there's more money on the Buck side. So you're betting with consensus right here, and that I mean that that that's that that's a good parlay. Um, that's a really good parlay, I think. Uh, the, any other ones you have that you think would be good for that Saturday? Mm, see, if we're going for like a long shot parlay right here, mm-hmm. I would go with Colts winning, Rams winning, and with the Washington team covering. Washington, okay. So that those odds are 1,506. So. I'd, I'd throw three on there just because All I'm right. feeling good. I always do three on my long shots. So I know, like a good number. I know I said we'll talk in units, which I will here, but one dollar is going to win you fifteen dollars and six cents. So fifteen units. It's, well, one dollar is going to win you fourteen units. Um, and the three, yeah. So right there, three dollars which gets you forty-five. I like that one. That's a good one. Now mine's kind of like yours, however, but my long shot, long shot is switching that cover to the money line 
on on this game. Well, I'm glad you said that because I did put the money line on that as well. I did do that exact same bet. I put it in two days ago. I uh, know. So you got <laughs> you got all you got all the underdogs. Underdog you know, Saturday, and that will get you odds of three thousand two. Uh, 124 and so a three dollar bet is going to get you like 96 yeah yeah now that's a and big long shot parlay. that's a long shot one but but it could happen. happen it's playoff football it's playoff football so um now any same game parlays you've been thinking about like player props type stuff honestly i haven't seen any of the player props i heard i believe i heard on the radio today <laughs> that the player prop for Derrick Henry on Sunday rushing yards. Do you know what that is? Uh, let me pull it up here. Real I quick. believe it's a hundred and forty-two and a half yards rushing. Are you serious? I believe so. Correct. Uh, please correct me up. if I'm All wrong. Right, so I'm going to hear more wagers. And please say I'm props. wrong because that's ridiculous. Whoa. Okay, hundred and twenty and a half. Hundred and twenty and a half. And let's see here. I got him. So I have a model where I also project like player stats and stuff for DFS. So let's look that up and see what... All right, so the consensus... I'm on the indie game right now. Let's switch over to... Well, I don't have my Sunday game in here right now. So we can get to that later. But um, I'm I'm still on Saturday. So let's let's talk about that. And we'll get to the Sunday games here in a bit. Because I'll have to update my sheet, my spreadsheet. Okay. We go over there. So let's go into the uh, the Colts game first. You, any any uh, player props you think that'll be good? That's good. The player props. I mean, I'll, you would here, think. I'll switch so. it over for you so you can see it. All right. So I'll go back to the Colts. All right. Player props. All right. Any ones you want to see here? We got Philip Rivers passing yards. Passing Go yards to um, Jonathan Taylor receiving yards. Sometimes Ooh. they put him a little low. Ooh, that's a that's a good one. Let's see here. Where is is that longest rush receiving yards? All right. Ooh, they got fifteen hit. and a half. Fifteen and a half. All right. So let's see this. Uh, consensus has him at. Let me let me resize this. Consensus has him. Where's his receiving yards at? Rushing yards, rushing, reception yards. All right. So the consensus has him. Where's he at? Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah. So consensus rankings, which this is based off, I think, five or seven pro pro sites combined together. I couldn't. I really wanted to have them separate and then uh, weight them and then add them to mine. Then I could, you know, I, I could take an average from that and stuff. But. They already did that, so it's just one number. Um, so I don't really add it to mine. If I do, I can, but it's not. It's it's going to be mine. Will be too weighted then, right? If I do that, mine's going to be saying it's worth equal value compared to the other the other five combined. I know I can weight mine down lower and stuff. I haven't got just got into that yet, but right now, just the five averaged on that. It came out to 25.3. That's what they have him as. My projection for him on receiving yards. Let me switch off my from my quarterbacks. All right. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, I'll just switch running backs. There's too many people to look at. All right. Jonathan Taylor right here. And we're going to be looking at projected receiving yards. 
So I have him getting. I have him getting 2.81 targets, 2.4 receptions. Oh no, I adjusted it. So um, since he typically, on average, what he gets is 2.4, but since I guess the Bills are not as good at, um, I, I guess running back get more receptions for that. I bumped him up to 2.59 uh, yards per reception, 8.01, and I have him. At twenty point seven four receiving yards, I can go with it. Yeah, so I'm at twenty. Rivers loves those checkdowns. Twenty uh, twenty point seven four to what was consensus again? Uh, go back to that twenty five. Yeah, I'm going to throw that in there. Yeah, I'm taking it. Now we can do a same game where it's all Colts in this, or what I like. To, I, I like to do those. Sometimes those are fun. I've been. Man, I've been close hitting those sometimes, which I showed Ryan this before. I did games with like uh, the Falcons and the uh, Seahawks, and I think I hit every single one except Hopkins was like negative five yards off of what I didn't need, and somebody else was like two catches off, and I would have won like twenty grand on like two dollars. Oh yeah, it was that <laughs> one? Yes, that yes. One, that, was a, that was a crazy. Night. Yes, I, I remember that. It. I was so close to that. Oh, so that, close that was, to that. That was nuts. <laughs> uh, so sometimes it's fun like that. You just throw it out. Like I mean, Ryan threw one out last week, sixteen cents to win like eight hundred thousand. I mean, eight hundred eighty-six thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I mean, got one game in that twelve-game part. Those, like, those are like never going to hit, but you know, I'll waste sixteen cents again to see if I can get eight hundred eighty-six thousand dollars. <laughs> so with these player props, we can do the same game with you know all just players on each side, which sometimes is hard because I mean. If I let's say I take receiving yards, and so let's say I take Pascal, Hilton, and all you know, and Taylor, well, they could all hit, but they kind of, it kind of negative correlates there, right? Because if Hilton gets the yards and he has a game, it, it negatively affects Pascal, right? So right. Sometimes I do that, and then on both sides of the game, and, and it was just hard. Uh, I didn't hit as many, so then I started taking like two to three players per game. And getting like ten lineups because I, I would just like take like the two or three players that I think would hit those certain stats, and then I would look at them from each game like that and make it together because then they're not affecting each other because it's different games. Yes, and that's the way I like to kind of build these parlays, and these are true long shot parlays. So Pascal's always tough to I know think about. He's always like that little X factor because like no one really covers him, and he he just comes up and makes these plays. We'll look him up here in a bit. So let's see here. We got. We're gonna say um, Jonathan Taylor. Where did he go again? We're gonna say he's going over that fifteen and a half. So we're gonna throw him on there. Um, any other player prop you think in this game for the Bills? It might be one of the first times I'm ever saying this. Check Hines's uh, receiving yards. Nine Hines for the receiving? Indianapolis Colts as well. Yes, their other running back. Twenty six and a half. That's that surprised me. Well, I guess they do use him more in the passing game, but well, consensus has him, has him at thirty point seven, and mine has him. Where's he at? So I was thinking maybe both of those All passing right. well, yards I are have, going. I have him at thirty one, uh, thirty one and a half. Well, thirty one point six essentially rounded up, and consensus has. Well, that's pretty much right on because I I have thirty one point six, and consensus has him at thirty point seven. And the over-under, Vegas has him at, what did I say it was? I think it was 26 and 26 a half. 26 and a half. That's close. That's only, I mean, that's like three and a half, four points there. I 
point, yeah, three and a half point uh, in four yards. The over is negative one twenty six though. He does get a lot of passing. He, he does. A lot. He does. You want to throw that in that parlay? I will. I will. You have any? All right. So I'm saying I've never done two receivers. I mean, two running backs receiving like that. But I mean, that's almost too good to put yeah. up. Well, since we're doing that now, let's. We should probably do Philip Rivers. Look at his passing. Well, we um we did that earlier today, and it was going both ways. Right. But we'll still look at it here. Um, Philip Rivers passing yards. They have him at 263 and a half. And consensus is 272 and a half. And my projections are, let me pull it up here. Phillip Rivers, passing yards, 256. So I'm under there over. I probably personally I stay away from that. I, I don't like. Yeah, I wouldn't when, do when that I have, one. When I have them signaling like one signaling down, one signaling up, I kind of stay away. Um, I try to. I like it when they're both going in the same direction, and obviously they're not always right. You know, um, things can always get developed better, and we can build this model, and make it better and stuff. But I, I when it, when they're pointing opposite ways like that, even though they're close to the line, I'd probably stay away. Um, so yeah, I, let's just keep it with Hines and Taylor on the Colts side. Do you have anybody on the Bills side that you want to throw? One that I saw in there that looked pretty intriguing down there was Josh Allen longest rush. Now what's the odds of that? It was down there by the receiving yards. Thirty-eight. I think he get thirty-eight and a half yard rush. I think he could. I don't, I don't think it gets that, our though. defense, yeah, though. I'm not, I, I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not projecting that. I don't have projections on that one. What's the rush? You, know, you can do under. Um, well, this I mean, this is one way to do it. Let's see his rushing yards. I have him projected for... Well, here, let me just do this. I have him projected for rushing yards. There it is. Yeah, I only got him 14.83 rushing yards on the game. What's consensus have him as? And consensus has him at 25.7. Yeah, so I'm I'm staying away from that one yeah. too. Well, then the only other thing I would probably do is depending on the receiving yards for Dawson Knox. How low I that is? That. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking Dawson Knox because Stephon Diggs, they probably have that ridiculous, just like uh, well, who, Henry's rushing yeah. yards. Um, well, here we can see. Yeah, they got him at ninety-one and a half. Yeah, I'm staying away from that. Uh, Dawson Knox. Ooh, twenty-nine and a half. Twenty-nine and a half. That's interesting, that right is there. Interesting. That is very interesting. So Dawson Knox here on consensus, he is projected to get twenty-nine. Did we say it was twenty-nine and a half? I think it was twenty-nine and a half. All right, so that's right there. And then my projections have him as... Oh, hang on, it's loading. All right, Dawson Knox. Where is he at, Dawson Knox? You see him on that list? Oh, I'll just fill He's right up there, right above Tyler Croft, 61. Oh, see him now. All right, I'll highlight that row. All right, receiving. I have him at 21. So I got him under by a lot, and they have him under by a half a point. That's, that's an iffy one, because then you also have to throw in Croft as well. Hmm. But I think 
think, I, it, I I think it'll be a Knox game out of them too. Yeah. Personally, but no evidence on that. Just my gut feeling. Let's see what I let's see what we got Diggs at. Just because we saw him. Oh, I got Diggs at eighty five. Yeah, that ninety one and a half is. Oh. We'll have to edit that part out. <laughs> All right. We have. Where is Diggs? Where is Diggs? Oh, they have him at ninety five point nine. Yeah, that's, that's really close to that line. I mean, we but, know he can. He can he do can, it. But yeah, there might not be another. There might not be another. Um, yeah, there might not be another good one. I'd like to play. What's Pittman's receiving yards? Well, well, he's for the Colts, already, yeah, but we already got two on the Colts. I don't know anyone else for that. I would. All right, let's just move on to the next game then, because I'm, I'm looking at that. I mean, we can do Josh Allen passing yards, but at the same time, what's that Zach Moss rushing yards? How much do they have on him there? Thirty-seven. Oh, and a half. never mind. I think I'd stay away what from. Him. Oh, Singletary's twenty-nine and a half. He burned me one week though on his rushing. Yeah, they're they're iffy on their running game as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm probably gonna stay. I'm probably gonna stay away from them. Um, so let's go to the next game here. Let's go. Let me back out. Well, all right. Here we go. And we're gonna go to the Rams. All right. So player props. Sitting on here, it might interest you. Like who do you, who you want to look at? Let's see. Yeah, right there. They have sixteen and a half for Metcalf. Sixteen and a half for Metcalf. All right. So consensus have him. Oh, I gotta change my. I gotta change the game. Uh, there it is. Take the Colts off. All right, Metcalf. Can you see him? DK Metcalf. Why am I not seeing him on the list? He has to be on there. You overlooking him? No, he's not on there. That's weird. What did I have him as? Why was he not on the consensus list? And he's right here on mine. I got him at 62.65 yards. And they have him at 60 and a half. Oh, so I'm right there with him. I, I wouldn't take him with Jalen Ramsey on it. No, but what what's Lockett's? Lockett's? What do they have Lockett for in receiving right, that one? So I got Lockett at fifty and a half. The consensus has Lockett. I saw him a second ago. They got Lockett at sixty one point nine, and the line is sixty and a half. If, so you, if you're wanting to bet one of those guys, I would go Lockett. Personally, I'm staying away from both of those. But that's all on you. Well, let's go. Let's go to the other side. Let's look at uh, let's look at Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. All right. So we'll start. Well, all right. So Robert Woods is at fifty and a half. Um, consensus has him at. Before you get in the consensus, I just want to say I'm going to take both Woods and Cup on the over mm-hmm. for their yards against the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. So, so Woods here, the consensus has Woods at 72.9 and Cup at 70. Um, and I have them, I have them at, oh, they're right next to each other. So I got them at 70, uh, Cup at 7307 and Robert Woods at 60, 65.85. 
And what did you say those lines were? I think they were both. Oh, yeah. yeah. 15 and a half, so 52 Robert and a half. 15 and a half, and Cooper uh, Cup at 52 and a half. I'd, I'd take them both. I'm taking both those overs. Yeah. Especially overs. against uh, Seattle's oh, yeah. passing. Their passing defense. Well, why is this not letting me bet a parlay? Can you bet parlays on player props? I have before. Have you? I use DraftKings Sportsbook for my home betting they site don't let me do it right they don't now. i don't believe they let that they, they let me they used to let me do it they let me do the same game parlay but right now they're not letting me do it individually the round robin might be able to work no by twos for oh no that was not gonna work um yeah that's weird they used to let me do it because it's let me go the colts same game and the rams same game I would still bet both in parlays. Um, so right now it has that Jonathan Taylor. Nah- I think Hines. I locked back in. Do you, do you have to lock back in down there at the bottom to be able to do it? Let's find out. It should. It should have still showed up. That's what I thought. Because don't really have to log in until you place a bet. Uh, yeah. No, it's not showing up on it. Still, it's just doing it straight tonight, huh? They must have fixed that because I was betting, um, I was betting parlays from different players across different games. But, anyways, you got the Colts parlay here with Taylor and Hines going over that's plus 221. So, you'll win 2.2 units. You got the Woods Cup going over that's plus 246, that gets you 2.5 units. Um, well. I guess we should go back and sometimes just throw one all the way in on it. Just throw a long shot. Yeah, and see what happens. Because if it's not letting me go to throw them different together, that is weird. That is, I literally just did one of them recently. Um, hmm. All right, so let's go back to the same game parlay. And we're going to go to the Colts. And we're going to go same game parlay. All right. Let's look here. We can just go through it. Do you think Rivers is going to get over under 263? I had him under. Consensus had him over. I'm going to go over just because that's what we need from him. That's my biased opinion. Oh, I clicked under. Go over. All right. And Josh Allen over 301 or under 301? I have him going over and consensus yeah. have him going over, but, but not by much. No. Um, I'm going to go a little under. I'm going to think some of those passes they think he was going to get, we pick off. All right, so we'll go under. Oh, that's building that parlay up nice now. All right, Jonathan Taylor rush yards. They got 77 and a half. Um, my projection for Taylor, let me switch back to the Colts here. My projection for Taylor is going to be, well, did he update? Yeah, he did. Um, Jonathan Taylor, you see him? Yeah, down, 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 brother. Right here. So Jonathan Taylor, he is going to be. I got him getting 102. 102 and a half yards. And they have him. The consensus has him getting. I think I saw it earlier. He was like 82 and a half. Yep. So. 
Good. Yeah, 82.2. All right, so let's take him over. Our running game's good. Take Zach Moss under. Mm, I would... T- are you doing both of those, Josh Allen and Zach Moss rushing yards for this? Or are you doing one or the other? Uh, well, let's do Josh Allen rushing yards, yeah, because we... Um, I trust him to go over 29 and a half rushing yards. I had him way under, though. I mean, I only had him 14, and they had him like at 20-something. Yeah, that is true. He'll probably go over that, though. It, yeah, I could see it happening. Let's go Let's go. Zach Moss under 37. Yeah, I say under 37 and a half. Singletary's was low, though, wasn't it? Wasn't his, like, 28? Yeah, 29 and a half. I'd almost do the over for that, but yeah, I'd he, probably stay away from their backfield on... Well, this right here, we, we threw in Jonathan Taylor over, Naheem Himes over, Phillip Rivers over, Josh Allen under, Jonathan Taylor over on rushing yards as well, and Zach Moss under, and that gets you... $1 gets you 38 units, so 38 bucks. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Um, all right, let's move on to DFS for this for this uh, slate, this main Saturday slate, real quick. Uh, let me pull that up. What lineup do you think you're gonna go with? Like, what's uh, the way I build lineups? I start with quarterbacks, and then I try to throw it, stack them with receivers. So, what quarterback are you wanting for these games? And there's the pressure there. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Russell Wilson. All right, just because he's seven point four. All right. We to got, save a little bit oh, of and money. That's on FanDuel. We're on FanDuel right now. So, all right. So we got Russell West, uh, Russell Wilson, and let's go to the receivers. Or how do you build it? Because I always go well, receivers. Go first. to the tight end real quick. I want to see a. I want to see a salary. Man, yeah, they got Logan Thomas up to six point four. See, I love. I, I think Logan Thomas is going to be the play for Saturday. But you want him on? That's here? a lot of money. Right, we'll put Logan Thomas. Or do you want somebody else? It's either going to be him or Knox, I would say. You want Knox? Yeah, let's just do Knox because he's right. 4.9. What position do you want to look at now? Running back, receiver? Oh, yeah, we can do go wherever now. All right, let's go to re- receiver. Receiver, I'm... You know, one of my big gambles right there, I may go Michael Pittman for 5.1. I like to build low, like a couple of low players. I think will go off to see how much McKenzie. money I'll have. He had a good game last week, McKenzie. McKenzie had a great game last night. Ooh, so you, who did you want on his receiver, Pittman? For this one, I'm going to go Pittman. Okay. Well, we got to build up. The, so you got three receivers here. And then I'm also going to go. Guy go Antonio Brown because you have Evans. That's is he playing? I, I think he hyperextended his knee. I, I don't think know if you're he's. Right. I haven't seen he's still playing. Yet. I didn't check them today. And then my other wide receiver, I'm gonna have. Man, one uh, high risk, high reward. I'm not gonna play it, but Cam Sims for Washington. They could be just covering up yeah. McLaurin, and he could just have a day. But so are you, you're not playing. I'm not. Or? No, I'm not gonna play him in this one. I'm going to do, let's see. I'm just going to go Cooper Cup. Where there he is. 
Alright, we'll go to running back now. Who do you want in running backs? Okay, how much how much money do we have to play with with these last four? Uh, you got about 29000 And the average is? Yeah, about seven and a half, a little south of that. Okay, so now I can start building it up a little bit. I'm going to go give me some Jonathan Taylor for Saturday. And then also... <clears throat> Feeling a little Leonard Fournette. Call oh, me crazy. No, Call me crazy. That. All right. I'm feeling Leonard Fournette. Well, he's, he's low owned, so that that could be a good. That could play be beneficial. There. That's one thing. If he's uh, projected low owned players, they can make you rise up there. I found I want to keep my whole lineup underneath about one fifteen yep. for ownership the percent, and they seem to do good. Uh, all right, we'll go to defense now. Yeah, now let's do the defense. I really want to take the Washington football team. But it, not with a pissed off Brady. I I feel like they'll get about two interceptions this weekend. But man, this is a tough. One. This is a tough one for a defense. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Washington football team. I'm doing it. Been riding them all year. All right, they've won them for me. And then your flex. You oh, flex, I can oh, just you use 12,000. So, you, you, you so now I can start subbing out some players yeah. since now well, I know what I've got. Let's here in your flex who you want. I want to say Stefan Diggs just because he goes off, All right, you got even though it's against left. the Colts. So you want to throw out. Okay, now throw out for net. Throw out for net. All right, you got 8,500. Let's go back to running back. Uh, maybe keep Fournette and change out. Uh, let's let's actually go keep Fournette and then take out Knox and put in Thomas and let's see how much we have for that. So got about a thousand left, right? Yep. Which that's okay there, that right? Because I, the I I don't think there's play. a better one than. For net for the money, yeah, at a th- uh, you're at a thousand eight there, and that's okay. I mean, I, I usually go a little bit higher, but you're in a range that I try to not go lower than. So, I mean, I'll, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think that would be so that'd be have, the play have, if I said it right now. You have Russell Wilson, Jonathan Taylor, Fournette, Pittman, Brown, Cup, Thomas, Diggs in the football team. That's a that's a decent lineup. So, what I'm thinking on mine, let's see here. Let me. I'll start with the quarterback. So I, oh, Josh Allen, he's he's high, he's very high rated on that one. Um, Russell Wilson could be good. You know what? I'm going to take. I'm going to take Brady. I'm going to take Brady, and then my receiver, I'm going to take Godwin. Ooh, he's high owned. He's going to be high owned. He's at like 41, but. I'm going to take Godwin, and I'm going to take Antonio Brown. I'm going to take them both. Oh, trying to get a little bit from last it. week. That's my stack. <laughs> That's my stack right there. And then I'm going to go my other receiver. I'm going to put John Brown looks good, but I'm going to go McKenzie just because he's low-owned um, and he's cheap. So I'm going to go McKenzie for the Bills. Running backs, I'm going to go Cam Akers because I think he should have a good game. And then I'm going to go... Jonathan Taylor. Titans. 
I mean, not Titans. I, I, uh, tight end, I'm going to go. I, I I like that Longman Thomas play. I'm going to come back to that. Let's go defense. Defense, I'm going to play. Hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah, it's a very tough one. I'm going to play. Who's the lowest? Well, they're all owned, owned a lot. I would imagine Seattle will be the least owned. Well, they're the most. Seattle, Seattle, wow. uh, Seattle and the Bucks are owned a lot. Wow. Seattle has the highest um, per play, per money, so they're going to be played a lot. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Colts. I'm going to go Colts. I'll, I'll fill risky on that one. And then I got a bunch of money left. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Gerald Everett because he's going against the Seahawks. He's low owned. Flex. I'm going to throw in. I can't throw in Diggs because I got the Colts. Um. Yeah, I'm going to get rid of the Colts then. I don't like playing my defense against players I got. So I'll throw in Diggs and my defense. I will throw in Tampa Bay. Yeah, so I got Brady, Akers, Jonathan Taylor, Godwin, Brown, McKenzie, Everett, Diggs, and Bucks. I like it. So that's still pretty good for there. Um, Those are two different examples. I didn't stack any of mine. Yeah, I, I like stacks. Stacks are I like stacks too. They, they can burn you, but they, you can score a lot of points because they're correlated together, and so you can move up the ladder with them. Um, let's uh, we're kind of going over here. We're we're a little over an hour. Yeah, here, so we may just, just have uh, to do a preview, show you guys what we got for Saturday, and yeah, see how just, it turns out just, on uh, Sunday. Saturday, let's just go through real quick and do it's not DFS, but let's just and not like player props. But let's just go through the games on Sunday, and then we will talk about the lines there. And then we'll just wrap it up for the first episode. Sound good? Oh, yeah. We went a little bit over talking on Saturdays. So, all right. So, let me go back to the NFL. All right. So, we'll start with Baltimore and Ravens. They got Baltimore at negative three. What do you think about that? I'm going to take the spread for the Titans. Spread for the Titans. Yeah. All right. Let's look what the model says. All right. This one has, well, Baltimore winning. And the other four have, oh, yeah, Tennessee winning. By, uh, so that one I just looked at had Baltimore winning by negative three, which is what the spread is. Um, the second model has Tennessee winning by 11 and a half. The third model is... Baltimore by negative four, so that's close to Vegas. And the last model is Baltimore by negative four. So three of the models are right at the line at Vegas, but one has the Titans going to negative 11 and a half. Yeah. That's just my gut feeling on that one. I think the Titans are too, man. I, I, um, I think so. it, they're at home, aren't they? Uh, or are they at yeah, the Ravens? They're at home. Yeah, they're at they're home. Fourth. They're at home. And correct me if I'm wrong, they played each other last year in the playoffs, 
right? Who won that one? The Ravens, correct? Or did they get... No, they went the out the Titans, first round. They, Titans they, the Titans did. beat the Pats, right? That was last year. Right, right. Um, I, I'll go Titans just because... And here's my thought process on this. The three models are right on the money line, like right there, negative three, negative four, with Vegas, and the one has the Titans. So the other ones are like right there. They're saying, yeah, Baltimore's going to win. It's going to be a close game. I'll go with Titans on that one. Since yeah, I'm doing the I'm doing the spread because I feel like they'll win. If not, I feel like the they're going to get within the points. Yeah, spread on the Titans. Um, all right, let's go. The next game. The next game is going to be the Bears and the Saints. Well, I'm telling you right now, I I I'm, I, I'm think the Saints are they're Saints going to money line. So the first. What's the spread? What's the point spread though? Point spread is negative nine and a half. It's kind of interesting. All right, so I got the Saints negative fourteen and a half. I got the Saints negative six. So that has the Bears covering. I got the Saints. Let's see here. I got the Saints negative eight and a half. So that's pretty close to the, what the Vegas has. And the last one. I got the Saints at negative twelve. I'm, I, I don't know. I feel like the Saints should cover on that. Two of them were under, but not that bad much, and other ones are way above. Right, three to, three to six. Plus, I mean, Breeze, Kamara. I just feel like they're going to cover. Right, they're and they're coaching. not playing the Vikings, no, so no, I, I <laughs> they're, they're wanting to fire Nagy or get rid of him. And you got Sean. I, I think they'll cover nine and a half. I think the Saints will cover. Yeah. Um, all right, the next one we got is the last game for the wild cards, the Browns and Pittsburgh. Well, uh, that line is at negative six, pit, negative six points for Pittsburgh. What do you think on that one? Hmm. Well, I mean, I think Pittsburgh's going to win, but I could see the Browns winning. Pittsburgh Browns had their bye week, what, week four instead of week eight when they were supposed to have it? Mm-hmm. They're tired. I can see the Browns winning. So this one has – and Juju, Juju may have made him mad a little bit. Yeah, calling him no face, oh, wow. gray has, faces or whatever. Yeah, this one has Pitt at negative one and a half. So they're having uh, they having Cleveland cover so far. The models do. I can see it. Let's see what the next last two models say. Oh, that one's even. That's a zero zero game. Oh wow! And they're saying they're even, and then. Last one has, well, that one has pit by negative thirteen. I don't know, I'm feeling the Browns covering. Yeah, I'm feeling the Browns covering. So let's switch. Let's go over to the parlay. What parlay would you do for these Saturday games? Like a safe one or my long let's shot? Both. Let's just go safe and long shot. Safe one, I'd go Tennessee covering. Money line on the Saints and the Browns covering. So Tennessee. Oh wow, Tennessee covering right now is plus one hundred two. Really? So, yeah, you actually get plus on. They're giving you three points plus one hundred two, which goes to the three point rule. I said right. Yeah. Because most games right. three to seven. So if it hits three, it's a push. But they're giving you three at plus one. I hardly ever see a plus in the the uh, point spread. All right, so plus one hundred two, um, and you said which one? What other ones? I go with the money line for the Saints, but it doesn't. That doesn't matter if you're doing a parlay. And then the 
point spread. And then the point spread for the Browns. Right. So that's plus 369 there, that parlay. Um, it's a shame we only have three games a day to work with on this because a lot more options. You can yeah. pick and choose your parlays. All right. So with mine this weekend, I'm going to take um, – I'm going to take the Titans winning money line plus 154. I'm going to take the Bears. Now I'm going to take the uh, Saints covering, and then I'm going to take the Browns covering, and that's plus 807 there. So you're going to win eight units. Um, and just to wrap up this for playoff football, because that's the six games and we're running over, so we won't get in a DFS or anything this week. What's your long shot? But well, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do. Ah, uh, okay, weekend. okay. That was kind of oh, my long shot one. Was well, that kind of that day's kind of like yeah. Uh, that was like half and half. That wasn't a safe one for me. But let's just go. We let's each give a parlay for the whole entire weekend. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna take the Colts winning. Well, we'll do a safe, and we'll do a uh, um, a long shot. So my safe one is going to be um, the Colts covering. The Seahawks winning. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay winning. I'm going to take. I'm going to take. Um, hmm. That's a tough one here. I, pro- the- I probably won't even play. I probably won't play the Titans Ravens game. I'll take Saints winning. Um, and I'll take Browns covering. So I left one game out. So I have the Colts covering, the Seahawks and the Bucks and the Saints all winning on the money line, and I got the Browns covering. That gets me plus seven 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 on a parlay. Now my long shot one that I play for the weekend will have I'll have the Colts winning. I'll have the Rams winning. I got the Bucks covering. I'll take the Titans winning. I'll take the Saints covering, and I'll take the Browns covering. So to repeat that, I got the money lines for the Colts, the Rams, and the Titans, and I got the spreads for the Bucks, Saints, and Browns, and that is $1 will win you $133.74. That's a good one. Yeah. That's so your that's, long that, shot that's right my there? long shot for the weekend. Okay. Not bad. What's yours? My safe one is... The same exact thing you had for your safe. Okay. Except I would, I may, if you want to play that Baltimore Tennessee game, I may go with the over of 54 and a half. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. So that gets you um, $1 will win 24. Yeah, for my safe one. Now for my long shot, I'm going to go Colts money line. Colts money line? Yeah, you know, Rams money line. The cover for Washington. Okay. I'm going to go with a cover for Tennessee. No, just just a money line for Tennessee. I'm sorry. Now, this de- so the long shot, I'm going to go with uh, the Bears covering that nine and a half. Okay. Depends on what Bears show up, but I'm thinking it's the Bears. And then for Cleveland, you know, I'm going for them winning money line. I'm going for Pittsburgh being tired. I'm going Cleveland to win it straight up. All right, straight up. So yours is yeah, one dollar will win you two hundred fifty-three dollars and seventy-eight cents. And that's that's my long shot. And I I, like I kind of feel good. Maybe the Chicago and Brown ones is a little iffy, but 
I like it. I think I think you can get they it. They can go. Yeah, we'll see how they go. I mean, yeah, yeah, next we'll time we're, next time we're on here, we can look how we did and discuss it and see where we went wrong or what we where we went right. Um, well, for now, let's wrap it up. We're going to try to release episodes typically. Um, I think Thursday mornings is what we're going to try to do. Yeah, usually for, for the like football season, Thursday but of the day. Yeah. Um, so you know, this is our first episode. We're you know we're new to this, just trying to learn it. Yeah, we're still getting a nice outline going. Yeah, for the so, listeners. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, hit us up. We have a Twitter, Long Shot Parlays. We got Instagram stuff like that. We've got an email. Um, uh, email is Long Shot Parlays at Gmail. Twitter's Long Shot Parlays. And Instagram is long shot parlay. So right. hit us up on there. Anything we want to talk about, you know, the tickets you won. And suggestions too. Suggestions if, too, yeah. If you want to hear us talk about something, let us know. Yeah, this is just, you know, we're all learning together. You know, right. Average Joe's trying to figure out how to do it. So uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully you'll come back and yeah, we'll talk about more playoff football next time. Right. All right. We'll Can't see wait. You guys. See you guys later. That, <laughs> that went long.